That would no, because that would be if we were if you were writing the story of you know when you it's generally done at funerals, we're like and we'll stop here, which is reminding of us of his time in the army, and I yeah. will be reminded of your time working for Trinity Catering, which you did. Before. Yeah, yeah, for the dining hall, serving up Mark. <laughs> yeah, were you there when he was a scholar and actually having to serve him? Yeah, <laughs> what like, like it was, it was. Like, I got over it fairly quickly, but, like, none of the scholars ever got over the embarrassment of being served by their friends. <laughs> Despite the fact that, like, you know, this is just the relationship that it, that it is. But, like, yeah, serving Mark, you'd always be quite embarrassed. Same with, like, Owen Quinn and, yeah, a few others. What I, what I like about it is, oh, no, we're not supposed to be being served by someone of the same class. By <laughs> someone, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a human being? Oh, you're supposed to be a faceless prowl. You're supposed to be one of them. You're, what's the Brave New World where they had them all being like uh, alphas, betas, gammas, deltas, and epsilons or whatever? You know, yeah, yeah. Apparently, a bit of a funny fish, Hockley. So I don't know how I feel about him now. But Brave New World pretty much describes how the world is now. So, mm. although it's, I yeah, think if a, neither brave nor new, if a guy wrote a book in 1920 and the world is sort of like that now, I don't think he really predicted it though. I think he just, like, it just, loads of people wrote books in the 20s, and, like, you know, one of them was right. <laughs> the, trick is, the trick is write 100 books. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. To do, uh, not well, Nosferatu. set all of her sci-fi on, like, far-off planets where there's things like gender equality, which, like, might never happen, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, she was too... Uh... That's a bit out there, Gavin, let me tell it's you something. It's a bit out there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna go fetch. All right, I'm gonna go down and get another beer. I'm gonna get another beer. I don't know what's going. She was the she was the she was the head chef of the American embassy of the of the American ambassador. Oh, you had you have met. Oh, you did mention that. Yeah, we just have some enjoyable enjoyable tales. Uh, she's met. Well, I like it was it, it was the time now. Trying to think of some like celebrity who has some sort of American embassy. Did she say it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger was really nice? Was there someone who was really nice? It was yeah. So she had two stories that she we got out of her one night. One was that Nancy Reagan is a fucking bitch, and the other it tracks. That, it tracks. And the other was that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger insisted on coming down to meet the chef because he loved the food so much and was an absolute sweetheart. It's amazing. Your food was delicious. Don't let Nancy Reagan's dogs piss on my mattress. Ah, <laughs> that was ah. it. I, like Arnold Schwarzenegger is is the kind of person who like he's not wholesome, you know. And the, he's no. not in the like Steve Irwin, Bob Ross like echelon. But like he seems to be like a pretty okay guy, bar some like shitty things he did re-cheating on his wife um and i'm not sure how he was as a politician i, I, I think he's just bear that i think he's just good and human he has he has made mistakes he's made mistakes that are that are not un, you know his mistakes haven't been like genocide they've been i would argue common mistakes yeah as in he got too competitive with the bodybuilding and like fucked some people over he cheated on his wife and 
probably a few other things. Like maybe he he killed a tourist in Ireland. Who knows? Um, <laughs> He's not Matthew Broderick. Uh, if Matthew Broderick was as buff as him, no one would fucking care. But you know, hey. yeah, 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 yeah. He would have gotten slightly different roles. I'll tell you two things about Arnold Schwarzenegger: one in mitigation, one in caveating, if not potential, if not the opposite of mitigating, at least. One is the cheating on his... He's got Jack's back. No, I'm back. The cheating on his wife stuff. He married a Kennedy, all right? And, like, about time somebody got one over on them and the cheating stuff. <laughs> it all comes out in the wash. Yeah, this is for Jackie O, you know? <laughs> for every... For this every... one's for Jackie. So, fine. Then Arnold got to bang the housekeeper, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Um... There does, however, seem to be something of a rehab effort going on, like an almost inorganic push around. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There does. There's uh, more and more Arnold's kick of content coming up, like on Reddit and all of that. Mm. It does feel a bit astroturfy. Mm. Now, again, look, if maybe we maybe he shouldn't have fallen quite so far off his pedestal as he did to begin with. So, I mean, who's to even fucking say? Um, my well, sister pointed this out to me. To and I like to think of myself as like pretty cynical, but you know, she was just, you know, when the sort of word gets out on someone one way or the other, like whether it's fucking Holly Willoughby or, or James Corden or someone who the word gets out on them, it's like, basically, you know, pretty good, despite what you thought. My sister just goes, that's what do you think they fucking pay the PR people for? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at some point, the fucking, it's just, you're, you're just, you're for whatever reason, you, you can be a target. You can just be that yeah. guy. Yeah, like, the, like there's no the, way it's like James Corden wasn't as nice as everyone said, but there's no way he's the dickhead everyone says he is now. Yeah. Like, it's not likely. It doesn't, you know. Yes. Yeah. Just... The the most obvious PR push I ever saw online was the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing, yeah. where like it suddenly became like, oh, how wholesome Johnny Depp in court, like signing yeah. autographs for fans. It's like he's in court for beating his wife. It's like <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was just like very obvious and really played on the men versus women yeah. thing. And you like, know, look, like, and look, like, I'm no trader. Team boys, all right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> turned into fucking team boy and it was fucking disgusting. But it was, but what was, dis- I don't, I wouldn't say disgusting about it, but what I kind of was expecting was it to sort of go down boy and girl, but Johnny Depp, like, there's a, there's a certain there's a certain type of woman who fancied them when they were fancied him when they were twelve. Who was like, yeah, I mean, I knew he was perfect. I mean, even when it didn't seem like he was perfect, he's still perfect, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. we sort of team boy had that cover, you know, that we were able to be like, and yeah, I'm sure she's, I'm sure she's not super. I mean, what are the yeah. fucking odds any of them fucking are? Like, you I'm know? not team girl either here. No, I think, my, I think but, but it was, but it was like one. But you're right, Gavin. Like one day, it was just like. Like the knives were out for him, and then they just fucking weren't. Yeah, it was, and it was fucking bizarre. I like, think, I think, was... I think the mentality, the like, the like affirmation bias, bias that came into it the most was like it was people who've been so desperate to say, "Well, don't believe all women." Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, it was like, and 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 it was people who were like. Who were like, well, actually, I just like that we've gotten evidence to the contrary of anything. Mm. It was like that intersection of like the best and worst of both of those things. <laughs> just like, and if we're yeah, and there's and not if, a lot of and, best in one of them. And if we're and if we're honest, 
if we're honest, the don't believe all women point people should never have had the opportunity to have a niche because obviously that should have been part of it. Obviously, we should have been able to say, yeah, despite apart from the few fucking lunatics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Believe obviously not what when women they lie. Say, obviously not like, when they're lying. On the edge, ca- and on the edge cases, we'll fucking figure it out. Yeah, uh, and Cube and Teresa O'Neill coming in is like, believe all women except when they lie. So don't believe no bitch, no never. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> like that. But of course, of course, it doesn't fit in the fuck. It doesn't. It doesn't fit on a fucking. Not that a bumper it's sticker matters anymore. No, it's but a yeah, slogan, the slogan not an idea. It's a slogan, politics. not an idea. Yeah. So those and like ninety. And here's the other thing: ninety-five, potentially more percent of people who were like, "Let's just fucking hear these women out." Yeah. Like, we're not saying, "Oh yeah, well she got a vagina." Well then, we should. I mean, forget whatever, even if it's obviously not. I mean, I, I'm sure there were some lunatics who were saying that, but not. Not most people. I think it was yeah, pretty you're, obvious. You're, you're purposefully misrepresenting the point if you take it, uh, if you take it literally. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I, I so, think there's a, there's yeah. an unbelievable, and I don't even know if we're, if this is the show. There's an unbelievable one of the best one of the best things I think in the last couple of years I've I've, I've listened to. Um, it's, I think it's called Americlast. It's a BBC World Service series, which which is about conspiracy theories and. Um, it's it's incredible. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, it's a, it's actually about how like well like, one guy one guy takes a really like I think quite valid position, which is like well like yeah if you like treat them treat them like you would g- give them the credit you would give some other things, like if you treat them as literal, no, of course there aren't lizard people, you know, pulling the strings and marionetting the world. But if you treat them as metaphor and fable, which is kind of what they are and how why they work, it's like. Yeah, there are some powerful people who manipulate things into their favor instead of yours. We can agree on that. Don't mm. listen. It's, it's like reading it. It's like reading the Old Testament. It's like mm. it's like unless you're reading it. So it should be ma- it should be mandatory in schools. Yeah, mandatory I mean, I in schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mandatory it's, in schools taken literally. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like Jewish people are like, yeah, we know, but we don't think that. We just think that there's like a useful bit in it, and we'll tell the story for the bit. And then, of course, there's like absolute nuts shit. And he was just like, yeah, and there's actually there's and his his general takeaway, having like covered it for decades, is there's about as many conspiracy theorists on either side of the fence. Like it's as nuts. Like the Hunter Biden laptop shit is as nuts as the there's a video of Trump getting pissed on by a Russian hooker shit. And if we can all just accept that we accept that we bought into that story because it was fun and easy and conformed. Have you seen the stuff on the Hunter Biden laptop? Because there's videos of that. You can look at that. I've not seen I've not seen the Trump P tape. So that might not exist as far as But that 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 was their point, is like because the Hunter Biden laptop thing happened. Yeah. The Trump tape thing might have too. I just but I can't the conclusion they they invest they do they do a series of like they go to like they travel the world. I think with, it annoyed you know, me. BBC that, level investigation. Annoyed, They're like I think one of these things happened and the other one didn't. I was yeah. so in on the fucking clearly. It doesn't make any sense that Donald Trump is the president. So clearly, like he fucked around in some way, and so like the first thing that I heard, I fucking jumped on it. Yeah. And like, and then, you know, serious enough people were saying there's probably some Russian shit in here. And like, then it was like, yeah, not a huge hop, skip and a jump to think they must have something on him. And then when someone said there's a tape of him getting peed on, I'm like, not only do I buy this, but like, I will watch it when it comes out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want this to be true so bad because it would be so funny. It'd be so <laughs> it funny. Would be hilarious. It would be so but funny. It, but, it did, like- but it 
did then bother me to see like people like the same people then turn around and go like oh well that's not relevant and I'm, well i mean i guess it isn't hugely relevant what joe biden's son does with his sex or drug life i certainly wouldn't want my sex or drug life and on film but i do also want to see it can i see it <laughs> i do want to see his heart <laughs> I mean, I know I want to see it. I know I'm not one of these conservatives who are like, it's not about his home. It is it's about, about, the, yeah, yeah. It's about, it's about the message. Can I, I see Can I? People. You think whatever, your democracy and your whatever, I haven't cared about that ever. Can you show me his penis? <laughs> I'd like to see if it's as big as they say. Right? So shut up, all of you, and let me see it. Whichever one, Republican or Democrat, shows me Hunter Biden's penis, gets my vote. That's gets my policy. My I mean, That's yeah, my policy, you know. bro. <laughs> I have a very clear penis policy. I am, yeah, I am a a a one-topic voter, and that is well, like, Hunter Biden's penis. If people hadn't have said that it was huge, I guess I mightn't care. But like the word was getting around, he had a piece. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I gotta see this piece because I, I mean, fuck. Have you seen you know. the piece? Is it huge? It's pretty big, particularly considering like it's not over like, with the Fosters over there looking at yeah. <laughs> But I mean, particularly when you forget, it is a little disappointing because you've been hearing that it's like I don't know what you think it's going to be. It's like the, you know that rumor got about like, and I wonder who could have spread this one. That you know when Colin Farrell shot scenes for Alexander with his penis in it, they actually had to digitally reduce its size because audience mm. were too shy. Okay, like okay, Colin's press secretary, I fucking get it. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, if Hunter Biden was smoking as much crack as he's purporting to in the videos, then, yeah, he's got the greatest hog that's ever lived. Because, like, drugs You're not counting the shrinkage, yeah. They don't do great things to your, to your, to your, to your weenie. You know, they, they really don't. They that blood. They do. There is a... There is a... No, I'm going to actually do it. Yeah, let's not. But, like, Google it. Um... Yeah, Google it. So, like, forget... So I forget you're right about that, Jack, and that like everyone should believe everything they read everywhere, yeah. especially the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. <laughs> uh, strong recommendation. I'm on podcast. record as saying like 90% of the conspiracy shit you're hearing now is bullshit, and it's because the CIA is putting it out. Because at some point they're gonna have to release the rest of the Kennedy shit, and we're gonna, uh, have, it, and they're gonna have to. It's called the coming storm. Before I forget, it's called the coming storm. Their last episode was a bit of a wrap up on the previous couple I'll of years. Oh, bet it is. It said it's called a coming store. Uh, okay. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your first day your first day in office, they bring you into a room and they show you a video of Kennedy getting shot from a new angle and they're like, Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> we uh we shot him. He dead. There's another Kennedy running, which I and find. If you don't fascinating. Do what say, we'll shoot you too. We'll shoot you as well. And it's like, you know, we'll, and we'll, by God, we'll be so sad when you die. Now, Robert Kennedy Jr. is running for election in America at the moment now. He won't um, ever get to, I mean, he's running against Joe Biden in the primary, so he won't win. But, no. you know, no. like, which is that, is he a little bit, did it a little bit work even through the generations on him? He's like, I'm not going to run in what I might win. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to run mm -hmm. work. I specifically can't win, but I did still do it. I mean, I still... Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I need to keep the name, I need to keep the brand going. 
Yeah, but like obviously, I don't. He didn't want to run in twenty twenty, and he's not going to run in twenty twenty eight. But he's like, yeah. yeah, against an incumbent Democrat. Yeah, because Ted Kennedy did the same thing. Ted Kennedy ran against Carter as an incumbent. Oh right, did he? Where like I don't, I know Carter was a bit unpopular, but he wasn't going to be primaried from the left, like you know, yeah, particularly he, being a Southern Democrat such as he was, he wasn't going to um with the still smoky remnant of the Solid South behind him, he wasn't going to be um uh, taken out by like a fucking Nantucket Democrat or whatever he was. Yeah. And Ted, Ted's like, I mean, I got a, I got a sort of, we well, you know, maybe so, yeah, but I don't know, you know, that's. I'll vote for him. I mean, I won't vote for him because I'm going to vote there, and I will never vote in our elections again. <laughs> well, not after not after last time. Not after last time. Absolutely not. Now, I I think I said this in the group chat. I think I said it to you, Manus, last weekend at mm. the festivities. But there, yeah. I I think I think we can maybe workshop this. Um, I have the punchline. I just need to lead in. Um, the punchline is. Or some part of the lead-in is referring to Sinn Fein's housing policy, and then the punchline is chalky air law. Yeah, um, you did ask me this at the festivities, Jack, and I I skipped by it entirely because I had a much better uh, line for their transport policy. Oh yeah, Sinn Fein in the bus lane, <laughs> Sinn Fein in the lane. <laughs> <laughs> how we are they are not already how, we are available for hire like we're we're here now we're oh, we're no, ready man. and we're reviewing beers as well yeah what are those beers gentlemen well man i'm glad you asked um i'm drinking wide street brewing from in longford and it's Kashmir ah, ah. ipa ah, right. ah. Welcome to the land of mediocre beer. This oh is no! Okay. Um, purple can has got to deliver. Purple can. Purple can. Purple can't on this occasion. But if a purple can beer can't deliver, then what may we even trust? Um, it tastes. Pretty good. It's got cashmere hops, citra hops. I picked it up because Jack also has a citra, I believe. I did. Um, and I couldn't find that exact one. Uh, Wide Street Brewing haven't um, haven't heard of them before. This is a yeah, like low taste, high ABV IPA, unfiltered, so it's super opaque. Mm. Um, it's decent. It's four fifty for like a pretty average IPA, mm. I would say. Four fifty is is disturbingly getting pretty fucking close to average in terms of um, price as well, which is not. Ugh. It's not a good thing, but it mm. is entirely our fault for continuing to pay it. But I don't know what I'm supposed to do as an individual about that. Like I want it and I can afford it, so I'm buying it. I know I shouldn't, mm. but like if I don't, what happens? Nothing. <laughs> right, so. Yeah. It's a it's a collective action problem, and one which we're unlikely to solve, given that we can't solve it with regard to like the fucking environment. So how are we going to solve it over? Like, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. Let's make the market do what we want it to, which is uh, only slightly less complicated. Um, yeah, I've got uh, Farrington's Brewery out on bail. Has a little picture of a man sitting on a bay of hail. 
Uh, this was a new site to me. I thought it was a cider when I saw it first. But they had it in like my Sentra, so I don't know if this might turn out to be rude by uh, Dave Guilfoyle uh, for one of the companies he works for. I'm not sure. Um, and it is fine. I don't know the picture of the guy out on the hay bale. I was thinking this will be kind of farmhousey, mm. and I guess it kind of is. I guess it's not a million miles away from like a farmhouse stays on. It's fine. I don't know. It's five percent. It was like three fifty or something. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Might get you drunk. Let's see. Might get you drunk. I like that we both. Um, as as you as your um your little. Yeah, mine, my, mine is um yeah mine is from from Baron um uh, not 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 overly familiar with uh, Motion Center is Citra and Eclipse Pale Ale. It's a four point six. It's made seemingly by Asvex Brewing Company. So I don't know what the Baron means. It's I don't Baron know. Trump. Yeah. I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was Baron Corbin. Sorry. Could be both. I think they're the same guy. Oh yeah, well, Baron Corbin is two Baron Trumps in a trench coat. Um, Precisely. Uh, it's uh, fine. It's fine. It's. I feel like I like citrus. Did like did we did we just talk about this and I just fucking liked it? Like Yellow Valley have a really nice citra. They um, have yeah, their they citra, um, citra IPA, yeah, which I think is one of their kind of staples. It's on draft in a lot of places. It's nice, yeah. Um, and then Guinness had a citra as well, which was widely available for a time. I think it's disappeared. I don't remember um, it being all that good though. No, it wasn't good, but it was there. Um, it was every it was everywhere taking up tap space. Yeah, I do recall that. Yeah. Mm. Um yeah, I don't know how I feel about citrus. I'm not sure if I'd recognize one. You know. <laughs> do you think that they're sort of playing on the fact that the name so or perhaps the name does refer to it, but like it's like, oh, so that sounds citrus. like citrus. You know, yeah, it'll yeah, be citrus. lemon. Yeah, I think yeah, both. I think it's uh, the hop probably does relate to it in that that's the kind of bitterness it it brings out uh and also it is playing on the name like you see citra you are thinking immediately of fruit and then when it's sort of just a beer you think oh that doesn't really taste like anything yeah like this is this is bitter to an extent like in the kind of nice you know lemon zest kind of way um but i mean it's God, to go back to when we had our first IPAs and like the the flavor difference between that and like a Heineken yeah, and Guinness, it's just like we're a long way from Texas, you know. We're uh, yeah. <laughs> Kansas. Sorry, we we, uh, well, look, we Gav, you we you, you sang too. you sang ah for Kashmir, and that's obviously the immigrant song. So we've let you away with a couple of slips. Yeah. I won't, um, yeah, I won't be getting passing the citizenship straight away. But yeah, we're <laughs> we're a long way from where we started, which was no knowledge of of craft beer, everything being kind of new and novel. And now we're in a place where we could have a perfectly decent IPA, which you know a lot of thought and effort has gone into, and it does have like certain flavor notes, but like it kind of blends in because there's a million IPAs out there, and like. You know, only four of them make it into the Champions League, uh... <laughs> which is tough. I mean, it's the str strongest. It's the strongest league in the world, and even the even the uh, even the uh, playoff final is the richest game in IPA football. And yet, yeah, yeah, <laughs> only four of the teams in the whole league make it in there. Yeah, um, I, we're not fully thematically perfect, although this beer does contain citra hops. 
just in addition to Simcoe and Cascade, according to the can. Mm. It includes Citra as well. I don't know what Simcoe and Cascade. I suppose to hear it tastes like either, and Zeppelin never wrote on either of them, let's be honest. I wonder, like, I'd love to ask the beer nuts. We could get them back on. I think it's probably, to be like, it's probably been that are better than others. Or are they just... Like, it's almost time to make well, Is a pure yeah, citra going to be too bitter? Is a Simcoe XOZ? Like, there's, there's, you know, hundreds of varietals. Like, how do Well, it turns are. out, actually, I have a friend in the industry who tells me that there's only one type of hop and they're lying. Uh, so, yeah, yes, I'd love so, that. I'd uh, honestly love to find out. I'd be so happy if that was the case. Uh, you want to talk to Michelle for a minute? Yeah. Hi, sweetie. You're on the podcast. Hey Shelly. No, 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 hang on. Hey Shelly. Oh, good. The guys are you can't hear them, but the guys are saying hello. Oh, I say hello back. Mm. They can hear you though. That's the thing. That's perfect. Okay. That is, yeah. Now tell, now tell her I'm Manus and I'm a big fat dum dum boy. <laughs> okay, then. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, you um, didn't say the line, loser. <laughs> yeah. I'm a least moron with a big butt and my butt smells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't actually like being on the air, but uh, I think she fully understood how few people listen. I think she, she wouldn't be a lot more comfortable. Much, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm very afraid of public speaking. Oh, in your podcast, totally comfortable. Then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally fine. That's barely. That's 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 barely a. You barely have to reserve the table at that point. There was a time when, if I said something on the podcast of a Monday, like by Friday morning, when it came out Thursday evening, I'd be fucking hearing about it from a few people. But uh, I hope not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> no. No. Never. No more. Our audience has been stolen by such nobodies as Conan O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> yeah, eventually, all of yeah, the actual talent people were going to It was easy when you, all you had to do was be one of the podcasts. And then one of the 30 podcasts. <laughs> I don't think we were ahead of the game on podcasts. No, guys. I... Well, we were. We weren't the, ahead of the store. game, but we in terms of the game, we're not like fucking Ricky Gervais, who like. Or like well, Mark well, he did. Well, he like, he's, he didn't have it. He had. He actually did a podcast called an audiobook and charged a few quid for it. He almost yeah, did we, the exact opposite in the most amazing possible way. Twenty sixteen was like no, we weren't early enough to be out of the game, but like, to, to, like we were consistently uh, in the top, certainly fifty and top thirty podcasts in the country. I think. Would we we be ahead of the game in Ireland? I would oh, we definitely no. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were yeah, post, yeah. we were post Syria. Yeah, we were. Oh, yeah, no, we weren't we're turning its radio shows into podcasts yet. Like it was, yeah. We would, and any list of yeah. Irish podcasts ended up including us just by the fact that, like, the media would just look down the list of who the biggest ones were and would put us on it. And consequently, we were on the front page of iTunes for like a year. And we thought we were doing great, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was all those things we were doing that was helping with that. Yeah. Although like, as well, must I will be, say, yeah, must be must be the artwork we're creating for the episodes. Yeah. Well, I was. Well, well, that also, SEO we've got in our uh, in our descriptions. Yeah, yeah. Must well, be I that. forgot. Must not be that, that there's fuck all else around. <laughs> well, I've forgotten as well, which I only remember when it was pointed out to me. Was I was still gigging when we like for the first year or so of us doing the podcast. Yes. and I would just because I'd, I'd still gigging but I didn't care 
So I would like just get up there and be like, you know, I have a podcast. Hey, why don't we all, why don't we all get the podcast up on our iPhones? Why don't we all get it and download it? And there'd be like 50 people would download it and like, and like you've all subscribed now. Give it a listen when you get home. <laughs> yeah. Which seems like nothing, but in those days, again, 50 yeah. subscribers was a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It was enough to get guys, you on I'm new and notable. a lot of jokes from some guys I'm on a podcast with. So you might as well <laughs> just hear from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Not still gigging, but not caring was a fun chapter of my life. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't care, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to die, but who cares? And, you know, none of you are, well, why don't you do? Never say you do better because one of them will. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think is the person who surpassed you, Manus? In stand up comedy. Anyone who's anyone who's ever done it is surprised me. I just not yeah, or maybe in you know, so don't say yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, it was. I was just a. I was a loudmouth, a blowhard, and and sort of a fixture. Who like as long as I was kept getting booked, kept getting booked. But as soon as they stopped booking me, it was like, oh yeah, nothing changed. It's fine. There's <laughs> not even going fine without it. <laughs> it's all right, you know. Yeah. A fun time and again and that's why i always got amused when someone would go even just to get up there i mean the bulls i go no not the way i do it not the way i do it not <laughs> yeah, the yeah. way i do it it takes i guess it would take no it also yeah it doesn't take balls to try it every loser you've ever met has tried it it doesn't take balls just to try it takes it, does take, it takes balls to fail and continue to try consistently it takes, yeah. I think it would take balls to, yeah, to like sort of be honest about how serious you wanted to take it, to like, to go off out of your comfort zone and just gig away and be shit for 10 years, which you sort of have to do to make it. Yeah, at that point, I think it sort of does. But to just gig around where you fucking know people anyway and they sort of know you from something else or, you know, no, that's, that's very easy. Mm. And um, no one should uh, take it too seriously. Your successes or your no. failures. That reminds me, I am looking forward to seeing Ricky this weekend. You're seeing Ricky this weekend? Yeah, we have a few people, a few people coming down to the house here. Ricky's flying in. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be delightful. Very nice. Is he, is he, is he leaving? Is he stationing his army outside of Mio, or is he gonna cross the Rubicon? Uh, being that he's the Rick Meister general. Is all I'm suggesting. Here. Very good. Nah. Yeah, you know he's he's he, he's going to be Grony Wales Navy just there, right there. The Romans were always a bit funny with you with their naval shit, and they were uh, because they kept uh, they uh, they sort of conquered Carthage and the Phoenicians and shit, and then they were like, all right, well, who did we learn about um, boats from? And we're like, well, we could have told you, but you uh, sowed uh, sowed the soil with salt so nothing will ever grow again so uh, no, I don't really know what to tell you we can't bother around like corks that's the Romans for you were they called the Romans because of how far they travelled so they just kept Roman that is why they were called that yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny if it's not brought up very often and um, 
But it is have, obvious. Isn't it? Look, have and fans, it's actually quite, a, quite, quite, quite a coincidence that the the, the main city uh, for of the Romans was Rome. Um, well, the, that was called after their tendency to uh, to Rome. To, to Rome yeah, about, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And well, I do think that it was weird. They didn't even speak English. Roman, so, like, yeah, they were, they were they were they were Latin speakers and then later Greek speakers. But Roman was their word for it. That'd be like the British being called the Romans. What, we were just roaming around the planet, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's like a subculture of, of like of like field walkers or hikers who refer to themselves as roamers in the UK. Do they? They do, but that that that's a sort of quasi-political stance because there's a, a right to roam. Right, right to roam. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right to Rome. That's what the Byzantine Empire many said. Of, many of the political right do trace their lineage to Rome, which is kind of interesting. You know, you got a guy who's you got a guy who's way into World War II and ancient Rome, and you're like, I I don't know. I don't think I need that much of an algorithm to figure out what videos to send your way, buddy. Nah, yeah, man, me, yeah, me yeah, I'm all yeah. about that big Genghis Khan energy. I also I also think sometimes. I feel like we give way too much credit to the algorithm because like I get a lot of fucking right wing stuff and it's just like guy in his early 30s. Boy, have I got some stuff. For you. <laughs> and if they you don't get they're anything. not that fucking smart. They just and, like... it, because it's a complete it's a complete what is it? There's no it's a zero loss thing. It's like if they don't get you, what's the you just don't take on it. But if they yeah. get you, they've got you. So yeah. It's yeah. like. And they, but they will ease you in. You don't get David Irving straight away. Like, yeah. Who's David Irving? David Irving famously was a, was a legitimate historian who became a touch less legitimate in his later life and famously went to jail in the, I think, late 90s, early 2000s. I've got up my timeline wrong in Austria for the uh, relatively new uh, crime of Holocaust denial. So... Yeah. <laughs> Wow. He's one of those guys. He walked so Roseanne guys, he, started, run. he nibbled around the edges because at first he was like, you know, we did a lot worse stuff in Dresden than we're admitting to. And like a lot of, there was a lot of, a lot of, uh, because no one went there. And so a lot of, you know, he got a lot of, um, basically easy work where he just went and asked them what happened. And then it like, then published it. And it was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, funny about that. And then he was like, oh, well, I wonder, why don't I see what happened everywhere else? What about the Holocaust? And I was like, yeah, mm, huh. Yeah, you, yeah, you didn't follow it to its logical conclusion. You followed it to no. our conclusion. He just, it was reductionist. It was like, no, well, no, no one was uh, in mainstream academia was talking about Dresden, and I did that, and there was riches. And they're not talking about this, so yeah, the same yeah. thing, or... Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Is yeah. the Kurt Vonnegut quote no, wrong? No one profited from the Dresden fire bombings except for one person, and that person is me. It uh, is wrong, <laughs> except for except for da except for David Irving, who built an entire an entire career on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I often wonder was he a psyop though, because like they did fuck the dog in Dresden, like that was disgusting. And were they like, okay, well this is going to come out? So let's have it be this guy who we control, and then later yeah. on he'll be a Holocaust denier, and then people will start to go, "Well, what did he? What about if everything he said was nonsense?" Yeah. This, yeah, it kind of feels like, despite the fact that we all know about Dresden now, it's still not 
as big a deal. No, well, they did. But they, see, and, and I wonder as well, because it was the same with them. Um, I mean, Dan Carlin does talk about it a little bit, where like the firebomb, if they never, like the nuclear bombs, as if like that was the worst thing that ever happened during the Second World War. Well, no. Um, there were more casualties and deaths in Japan before the like they were firebombing all those cities and killing yeah, just yeah, as yeah. many people, just with more bombs. <laughs> like, and like, well, that's it. we had to, we had to, we had to really teach them a lesson with the atomic bombs because there was only one bomb that time. And you're going, yeah, but I don't think the people on the ground were all that concerned with how many bombs it took to do it. I think they were just yeah. upset that they <laughs> yeah, were, you know, yeah, yeah. that they were on fire. You know, <laughs> that probably bothered them more than anything. You know, I think you were excited because it was cheaper to just drop one bomb. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's yeah. This is the problem. It's real hard to get into fucking bad shit the Allies did during the Second World War without fucking tripping into well, Hitler wasn't so bad now, was he? And I, I don't I, ever yeah. want to do. I don't want to do I, that. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Norm Macdonald stance on this, which is like the more I read about this Hitler guy, the less I, <laughs> the less I like him. Like he just seems like a real bad egg. Seems he like a real a, piece of work. He was seems a like proper, a piece of work. A proper yeah. reprobate. There's no doubt about it. A real, <laughs> real knucklehead, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, what was so bad about him in terms of like the people of that time wasn't like we look at it and we go, like, look at all the horrible stuff he did. And it was all horrible. But I think like a church looked at it and went look there's a basic level of horribleness that we as big dicks in the west have agreed to do and he's just <laughs> gone further than that <laughs> this cannot stand <laughs> and he did go quite a bit yeah it was but... yeah it wasn't night and day it was dusk and night it was um... <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, that's Churchill for you. He was perfect, and anyone who says he wasn't. That's another thing. How many people who, like, uh, are, I don't, who would identify with sort of what I think we would call, and again, I hate this line of argument because it often isn't true. Well, the very same people who say this think this opposite thing, and it's almost never true. But how many of the people who really would be torch-carrying Nazis today also fucking love Churchill, the greatest killer of Nazis there ever was. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many he killed himself. I, he seemed like more of a gentleman hunter where they would have sort of brought a, 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 a... Oh, God. Oh, no. He would have sort of brought in and brought one in in chains and killed it in his garden, you know, a Nazi. I don't think he would have probably, at that age, gone out into the... the the wild festival to kill Churchill. <laughs> Sorry, I missed. I missed. I would say honestly, Gav, I was listening. I was listening to all of it, but I have no fucking. I, I have no fucking. Idea well, I just called Winston Churchill the greatest. I just called him the greatest killer of Nazis that there ever was, and then I thought about it more, and then I said he probably didn't actually go out and slaughter a lot of Nazis. What he probably did was do what gentlemen of his stature did when they want to shoot lions, which is they just sort of go out into a Nazi preserve and shoot one when it's basically chained up, and then put his head on his wall. You know, he had the point. Nazis brought to him, sedated. Yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah. He didn't seem like a physical specimen. He's always sort of portrayed as this like brute and this sort of toughian of history. And you kind of look at him walking around. And you go, I don't think he could have caught one on his no, own. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah, he's not a brute. What he is is a 
big fat fella. He's a big, a big fat rich old man who yeah. I bet you what used to wield a blunderbuss with with quite a bit of a plum in you know Kirshner's campaign in fucking Angola or some shit. I don't know. Like probably not like well, and a lot of those guys' stories are. It's one of those things that you start to hear it and you go, isn't that amazing? That uh, soft, tubby uh, British aristocrat who you think of as being that. Well, it turns out if you look at his military record, he's really a badass. But then you realize it's all of them. So it's clearly a convention of history that they're yeah, supposed yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he got the, yeah, he got the gold medal for being <laughs> in, you know, Desert Storm <laughs> or whatever. It was like, yeah, he was fucking eating pies while people <laughs> of a lower class did all the fucking Well, they did the killing for him. And he said, bravo, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I really, really worked hard writing a rousing speech. To, I to purchased the, the shit out of my commission as your commanding officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they all were just heroes and legends. And in those days, it was the doughy, do-nothing aristocrats that were tough. And the, the, um, the you know, the the... the people with no money with a lot to fight for they were the layabouts it's possible who knows yeah 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 and i don't want to ever find out i could could have gone out and done further study in history but then i couldn't have had a new podcast where i said i'm no historian of course i'm simply a fan of history so <laughs> i'm free to <laughs> god bless Dan carlin God, isn't it great that like real historians are so boring that we're not bothered whether Dan Carlin is accurate or not? It's just like like if a if a historian corrects Dan Carlin, I'll never hear about it. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be on the podcast that I'll never listen to because it's going to be boring. Be like, be more interesting, and I might care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my cousin pointed something out to me. Um, I say pointed out; it should have been obvious, but it wasn't obvious to me. And she pointed out we were talking on the other night, and she said. Uh, I asked her what she thought about something and um, and she just said, I don't know, because everyone I fucking talk to has listened to five podcasts who've told them what to think. And I don't know if they actually know what they're saying anymore. And, and the other people have also done that. And how the fuck are you supposed to know who knows what they're talking about anymore? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, There's well, not that the you last, can... The last time I had an original thought was 2015. It yeah. could have been. <laughs> It's not that you can't garner some information from from a podcast that's worth pursuing, but like, what are the odds that the person you're talking to like heard a thing, then looked it up later and fucking studied it further, or mm. is it is it more likely that what they did was they heard the thing and just basically repeated it to you and, and it sounded it. yeah sounded yeah. real fucking smart to you at the time because you hadn't heard that specific thing. <laughs> yeah, I I think yeah my the the. The benefit of having my brain is I listen to the thing yeah. and then I'll try to repeat it and and can't remember it. Oh, so yeah, that yeah. just becomes an original thought because <laughs> I just have to finish the sentence with whatever information You're is in, in my brain. That's not the original thing. You're incepting genius within yourself. <laughs> and it's I think that's actually Dark. what the movie... It also goes by another name that uh, doctors have... Uh, kind of cleverly de described as being a fucking dumbass uh, <laughs> yes i did i did get i i also got my donkey brain certificate <laughs> several <laughs> years ago
They don't tell you quite how dumb you can be and still basically be all right in the world when you're younger. Like, it's like, work hard. And yeah, you should. You'd be better working hard than if you don't. And like, learn your stuff in school. Yeah, you should, because you'd be better off learning it than if you don't. What they don't tell you is, yeah, it's probably fine anyway, though. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you're not going to know. No, the other people, they don't really know either. And if you sort of say it with a bit of authority, then, eh. You yeah, know. yeah. The world's run by confident idiots. So the more confident you are, the further you'll go. Like the it's stupider not you party, can be, yeah. the more confident you are. The the other thing, yeah. On that point, like I I I feel like I come across a lot of shit, which is like, university and school is for losers. You can learn everything you want to on YouTube. It's like, yeah, but you can also like just fuck up your attention span and learn nothing. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's, it's like <laughs> part of part of part of school, the part of university is like. It's kind of not supposed to be like super accessible in that like you kind of need to like get your brain into a place where yeah. it, it it is primed to work rather than primed to be entertained. Ah, you didn't go to UCD, so there you go. That's your problem. <laughs> and now we're going to bring out the UCD dancers. Uh, I will tell you, there, I have countless stories without even getting into anecdotes about, like, I remember the first time I, I walked up to a lecture and just, I got a grade that I thought I should have got a better grade. And I asked her, I was like, can I have a better grade? And she just said, yeah, all right. <laughs> you never thought to ask before. <laughs> I was like, I actually thought I did better in this. I thought I'd probably, you gave me a B or I really thought that was an A. And she goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How many times did that happen, man? It's once. Uh, that specific, that specific thing, only once. Uh, but then, uh, but, but multiple times, uh, it, I, I would go. I, I went on. I never did this in Trinity. It's part of the reason why I think I was just wowed by the Protestants. So I didn't think to do it. But like, where it'd be like, um, oh yeah, this is due tomorrow. Yeah, can I just? Because I don't. I'm going to be away this weekend. So can it for me? Can it be due on Wednesday? Yeah, all right, yeah, probably can, yeah. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> if I hadn't thought to ask, you you lose like 5% a day or something like that, or something like, it might not be 5% a day, but it's you lose like a grade point every day when it's late. Well, I just went, I, I'm away the weekend. Can I just, we have it be, and she was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. couple that in with the fact that UCD will keep taking your money until you're 100 years old. Like Trinity did throw me out of it. I fell third year twice, and they're like, Get out. <laughs> you're, you're done. You will take your money forever. It'll just, just hey, repeat it again. It's fine. You know. So couple yeah, there. I, I, massive... I was in Toronto with who he was in engineering and he fails mm. like mechanics one and then had to like repeat. Yeah. He had completed mechanics two, three, four, like all the way up. He had finished like basically everything else he needed to graduate but had to repeat Mechanics 1, like, four times. And, like, the last time I met him, he was still like, yeah, still got to get that Mech 1, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And it's like, uh, so you couple the permissiveness with, like, just asking for your grade to go up, and they put it up. You know? Yeah, yeah. I do, I do have a, count, a counter story from a mutual, also named Jack, friend of ours, who at the end of his thing, at the end, went up to the, the person and was like, 
he'd gotten like a two one. He, he thought he was, was thought he deserved a little more. And then they went, Jack, you are not a first class student. <laughs> <laughs> and he simply could not disagree. <laughs> It, I, I, supp I suppose if they were already pulling the piss by giving you the grade you got, then maybe they aren't gonna, like, fuck yeah, you up. Yeah. yeah. But I was amazed with, like, was, like, why is that... If if you'll just, on my word, bump me up, why did you ever make me do that? Like, what about yeah. the guy who wouldn't think to do that? Like, so you I, just I, get to... Yeah, I got, I got bumped up a grade, um... Because I had some health issues towards the end of fourth year when one assignment was due. And I asked for an extension of like a week or something. Got it together, got it back and got like a lower grade uh, by the TA. And then the lecturer was like, oh, this person has had a tough time. Give them a higher grade. And I was like, <laughs> I will remember you forever. You yeah, are a huge best. legend. Also, my health problems weren't that bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely deserve the 2-2. Two -two. <laughs> I don't know, man, because you never know what someone else's problems are. But I knew a bunch of people in college who had some pretty serious fucking health issues, never raised a peep, who just got the grade they got and just fucking went on about their lives. And I know some people who you never fully know. You never fully know, but I knew them pretty well. I knew their families I think I know who well. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Who... <laughs> Didn't have all that much, to be honest. Like, they barely technically qualified for anything. Who just fucked the dog at every moment during their entire <laughs> degree. With like, well, now, to be fair, I couldn't be expected to with my thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but, like... I think the squeaky wheel gets the grease the odd time, you know? Yeah, it does. It does. And like, not yeah, to, I, I feel you not don't to say any individual be, wheel like, shouldn't have gotten great. Having seen that person and then a few other people like yeah. be the squeaky wheel, it is like scandalous. And at some point, you do have to have like your own moral compass tell you, I'm milking this, you know? And yeah, um, but like, if you have something, you can't like, why suffer in silence? Like, no, nor should you. And I think this is my I think this is my main point is with like there is so much help available that I think people don't know about or don't feel they deserve on some level. Mm. Like and just there are chancers who will just chance it. And yep. the system is set up with those people in mind. So if you have something, an issue, it's like you're not doing anyone wrong by fucking asking about it because they've already they know the chancers are there. Right, yeah, like yeah, yeah. so like you're you're suffering for no reason by not by not asking. I'm not saying the squeaky wheel shouldn't get the grease. I'm saying maybe there's a couple if of all the other wheels. wheels were a bit more squeaky, mm. that squeaky wheel wouldn't get as much grease. Yeah, it is. It is. It has become very unfashionable to point out that one knows people who took this, and it is true to say that you never fully know, but. I know exactly. Yeah, I know exactly. I'd like. I'm obviously we won't name names here, but like. No. I, but Jack I, Toner. Know, <laughs> that Jack oh. Toner, really? Yeah, 
Well, like, I still remember I the first time I came out of an gastrointestinal exam. issue, maybe going out seven nights in a row <laughs> isn't a fucking good idea. Yeah. And maybe doing your essays is. <laughs> I mean, there's, a, there's a degree of self-inflicted harm. Yeah. yeah, you certainly did. I still remember the first time I ever came out of an exam. And it was a couple of a couple of girls in my class um, were like, yeah, did it work? And he was like, yeah, it works a damn treat. I was like, what, what are you talking about? It's like, oh, we're seeing if um, cheating by writing the answers under our tights works. So they wrote the answers on their legs. They would like write mathematical formulas on their legs and they would go into the bathroom. They'd take their tights down and they'd, they'd read whatever they needed and then they'd go back in. And I'm mediocre through that with such a fucking fury at that point. It's like, I don't fuck this up, honest. Yeah. <laughs> and you are actively making my career worse. Yeah. And you're my fucking <laughs> friend. We're going for a pint, like, oh, we're yeah. about to have a pint. And I like that's it. That's the bit you forget. Fun. That's, now, that's a very different thing than what we were talking about. That's full on cheating. Yeah. I, but I, I do remember getting particularly pissed off with another person whose name. I certainly won't name who was caught cheating in an exam. Come on, on, caught like fucking pulling notes out of their pocket and and looking at them during the exam. And they, they, that person um, went to the fucking the mental health officer, whatever they're called, the fucking yeah. welfare officer, and like just was like, I have depression. This is this is this. This is that. That's the other. And they were allowed to repeat their exam and in that same exam cycle i failed my third year exams for the second time so i was fucked out of college and and i deserve to <laughs> but he did but he deserved to too yeah yeah i'm sitting there going I, i'm fucking there like not without my own fucking problems i should point out right yeah <laughs> you know, failing honestly and having to explain to everyone why i suck for five years and it was true I'm watching this person, and I'm I'm going, why the what what what? Why didn't I just cheat I and go down that route? Yeah. Why didn't I just do that? Like, I mean, I'm sure that person did have whatever problem they said they did, but like, I don't know. What Why didn't I think of that? I guess is what I was thinking, you know. For me, but that's life. But it does so. And people, people, I did, I also did. I should for, for full disclosure did cheat in an exam training. Well, actually, it was perfectly legal what I did, but it was cheating. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I did. What did you do? Um, we were in, um, I think it was my second, it must have been my second year exam because I passed it. Uh, it was actually one of my only, like, ever, like, firsts that I got in the subject. Um, we were doing Greek. Uh, and this is fine for me to say because I didn't get the degrees. There's no academic fraud involved here, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's how academic fraud works, right? Yeah. Yeah, we, we're doing Greek, and like a good 60% of the exam is a translation from a, a Bible passage. And uh, as a theology student, we're entitled to the Bible on our desk. So there's a Bible on my desk. And I just put up my hand and said, so that, I mean, I'd use that Bible, yeah? And she goes, yeah, yeah. Your theology, right? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. So I knew my Greek, and I fucking know enough Greek to know that this, like, the op- I can translate the fucking first line of John's letter and realize that that's what it is and go yeah. to the Bible and fucking write it down perfectly in English. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the rest of the exam is, like, a few fucking verbs and a few parsings and a few bits out of the other. And it's like, yeah, like, I should have 
probably barely scraped it past when I got it first. Because <laughs> We're gonna do so. Hey, I'm not above it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The point is, use the use the tools available to you, sir. <laughs> Whatever yeah, they damn. are. Damn straight. Yeah. If I'd have passed my degree, you'd have never heard about that story. Well, yeah. Walk... Why, why, what are they gonna do? Take it back? Probably not. Do they? There's a weird thing to where politicians do that, where they exaggerate their academic shit. Like, real high-level fucking politicians. Like, there was a German, like, fucking minister who got done for not having a PhD that he said he had. Just a current Republican congressman in America who just lied his whole way through his academic career. Why do they think that would matter to the electorate, though? Have you, like, who cares? Yeah, I don't care? know. They obviously think it does, though. But yeah, I know, but like, but it those true. probably aren't the lies that are getting them elected. But I mean, at that point, you are into the level of gratuitousness. You are you're probably always, like, you're probably lying. It's probably if I'm all telling, you're lying about so much, it's like, fuck it, I have a PhD as well. Yeah, stick that in. I haven't got caught yet. I got a doctorate. That's right, ladies. Pretty huge dick. Uh, <laughs> you can't prove shit. Yeah. Uh, pretty huge. Oh, yeah. If I'm ever running for office and I tell you I got a first and second year Greek, let me tell you yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I oh, had well, a three with uh, I actually yeah. don't agree with his uh, pro refugee policy, but I mean, that first and second year Greek is really gonna. <laughs> yeah, all it means is he had a three way with a student who was, with two students. One was a first year, one was a second year who was Greek. <laughs> <laughs> What would be good, actually, though, is you, you you go out there like like touting your your first in Greek and Trinity, but you're like running in a constituency where it's like, oh yeah, we like him less because of that. So if it turns out he only got that through cheating, we're gonna vote for him more. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I joined Sinn Fein when I was eighteen, and now I never unjoined them, but I did unvote for them after about that election because it was like, hey, whatever. Got the Labour Party, where the serious people go to to go to. Yeah, but I do often wonder when I look at the um, the makeup of their current uh, crop of TDs. Maybe I'd hung about in in, in Sinn Fein for all those years. That my dad and like Manus. I mean, he's okay. Let's put him. In I place. don't think it's too late. <laughs> it's it might not be too late, but it might still not be too good of an idea. It, it might, might be too early. I'll tell you, it, might, it might be too late. It might be 300 podcast episodes too late. Like, this is <laughs> no one, like literally. article waiting to happen. No one has this. We could delete it all. Rob's pretty sound. This can all. I will either this march into Leinster House. <laughs> I will march into Leinster House on the back of these 400 episodes, or I will. Die trying. I'm not. <laughs> I, would, I would disavow these for something like a family thing, or like you know, maybe in a career I wanted. But if it was to be like a quasi grifty political career, I'm like, that's how take me a second. you can suck every one of the many inches of my dick if you're going to stand there and tell me that that's not a career you want. Pensionable civil no, servant no, who yeah, has to do no, absolutely no, no. nothing. Not Manus, it's a job you have. That's a pension you want. Like it's a pension I want. Fucking... I don't want to do the job. That's no, I wouldn't mind. I'd love, I'd love, like, I'd love probably to, like, if it was anonymous, but it's not. 
this is the problem. Like, like they're like you've got to walk about like all day with people thinking you're a prick. And honestly, being a prick, they that's are, the problem. They are fundamentally right. Yeah, that is an issue. Like, like what sort of dickhead do you have to be to be like, hey, my picture, vote for me? Like you're you're a tool of the highest order of tools in the toolbox. You you're even in a smaller toolbox that your father only pulls out when there's a finicky bit of IKEA furniture that a bit's missing from. Like you're a, a distinct tool with a specific purpose of tooling. No, I'd have I'd have loved to have skated in by accident, uh, like with Sean Crow getting twenty thousand votes and me getting zero, and he gives all of his surplus to me. And no one knows who the fuck I am. Perfect. That was know. that option was on the table, but single digit years ago, man. Yeah, no, I know, but that was my point. I didn't realize it was. But there you go. But yeah, no, like you'd be, you'd have to watch, like you, like this is better. I don't make that much less than a TD. I mean, they make double what I make, and my pension is worse. But like, no one knows who I am, and I get to go to work every day in a tracksuit. Like it's fucking like you know. Yeah, I, I you could have. You could have been. Yeah, you've got a You could have been tracksuit TD. You could have made it cool and hit <laughs> and the fucking ladder. Yeah, fucking soprano, man of soprano. I mean, I would have had to make a sort of a technical group with the Healy Rays. That would have been good. I think you'd have smashed that, man. I mean, but I still, bitch. but I still maintain that actually the real missed opportunity was you not um having a resurgent folk music career starting in 2015 to be ready for 2016 for all the centenary shit that was going to happen that would have probably been a good idea that would have probably been a good idea um we only copped it about halfway through 2016 we're like shit why didn't we just make manis all the dubliners yeah, why didn't we just put a fucking (laughs) flat flat cap on him and get him to grow the beard hologram manis yeah, yeah. We, we, we actually, I actually know the guy who runs Abba Legacy. Yeah. Well, we could get a hologram, Luke Kelly. No! My way that's, that's not what the people want. <laughs> Scorn not their shittiness. Would <laughs> <laughs> uh. rather make them holograms by far. No, it would have been good. <laughs> They've been worth being in the Clancy Brothers Festival for pretend on my CV for all those years. Thank you, Tony Mujo. I appreciated it. Mujo's Uncle Tony. So yeah, what we'll do is just an election coming up soon. We'll we're, we're gonna we'll run. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll run this no, election we'll into the ground. We'll approach their door. We'll run this country Congress. into the ground. I'm gonna run the same fucking strategy I ran for tech manager of players. Lads, I'm going to bankrupt the society, but by golly, the year we'll have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do a minute it's murder. The question is, who's going to stop me? (laughs) Yeah, we've um, we've torn the arse out of this, there's no doubt, and I'm not even saying we were wrong (laughs) to do so. But gentlemen, there were beers here that people have to review and write quick. Okay, I've got one for Cashmere IPA by Wise Street. Ah, bridge! It's an <laughs> You've been sitting on that How annoyed is he that like, he's got the song wrong? <laughs> oh, no. that's the immigrant song. Wait, that's what's Cashmere? Cashmere <laughs> is, is like much more difficult to sing. There's, there's... 
Cashmere is the one that's basically a Bond song. Yes. And the lyrics, and there's like, go on, man, sing a line from it because it doesn't matter. No, I've never heard one beyond the big build up and the like. And what, you don't need anything past that. Um, but the ah, fridge, perfect joke. Is no, the, no, it's the immigrant song. Okay, well, yeah, yeah I'm giving Wide Street Brewing Company immigrant IPA an average. It is, you know what? Average is that just another word for balanced potentially? Because it is a very well balanced yes. beer, flavor wise. Bitterness, fruity notes are uh, the body of it is quite nice, like. Everything about it is quite nice, but like it doesn't grab me mm. in a way that like other beers do. And it's 450, so it's gonna be a seven for me. Like, if you want to taste, you know, a boilerplate IPA, pick this up. Not bad. And you may be you may you may have made a very good point there. Like, are we just confusing uh, bland for for average for balanced? Because you really would get sort of sick of a very flavorful pint if it was your everyday drinker. And I have to say that, that is certainly true. Sorry, did you give a score there? You did. You gave a seven, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I'd have to say that's true of Farrington's. This is a big, flavorful, hoppy, mouth-feely boy at the start. Um, and it honestly becomes almost undrinkable towards the end. Part of that is you the large amount of sediment in at the bottom but part of it is also just it, it, it's just it's just tiring to enjoy mm, yeah um and at only five percent and at available in the centre, and at a reasonably price compared to that this was about 350 i would be expecting this to be something that i could i could quaff if not all day then for you know the evening but i've had less than one and i don't ever want more than this i don't know whether that means that what they should do is sell it in smaller cans and um, but this product as packaged is a five, if I'm being generous. Oof! Oof! Despite the one. fact that it was quite nice at the start, I just it yeah, just, I yeah. Just but don't... no, I get you. Like things, things wear out. They're welcome. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get what I will never buy this again. I just, I just never will. You hate this. Why would you? Well, then maybe if I just had a sip. If you'd have been like, hey, check this out, and I had a sip, I'd be like, oh, that's my next one. I'll have a Samuel Adams too, which is what I would have said. And then I'd have bought a second one. And maybe I'm just an ignorant, a pig ignorant fool, but this Farrington's Brewery, I'm going to sound really ignorant if it turns out Dave did brew it, because I don't think he'd make something like this. I think he makes good beers, but that's... Um... <laughs> but it can, it can be, it, I think it can be... Yeah, no, you're right. I don't know why I'm trying to defend something I didn't just fucking drink. No, who knows? I mean, I, I will say they had there was another one there. They had a a, a a what they had termed a sessionable New England IPA on the shelf also. I mean, Jeremy just not a New England IPA fan. Um, but then this has many of the characteristics of a New England IPA that I don't like, like the cloudy haziness of the whole thing. So God knows what their uh, NEPA or would would have been. So yeah. Um, Farringtons, I'm not putting them on the don't buy list just yet, but what's going on, Farringtons? Who are you? I suppose. What? Why are you? 
Why are you I also doing? feel like there must be a serious business in money laundering to be done in the craft beer community. So I I, I think we're probably approaching its era where that's going to start explaining things. I'd be amazed if it hasn't if that hasn't been a bit true for ages because it would be yeah. you could just lose so much money without anyone even fucking questioning where it went. Like it, yeah, it, with, with yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like oh no, there's this one centra in Spittle. That we do unbelievable trade out of. Yeah. And they're I mean, like, yeah, that quite, explains that. It's not quite... Um, I can't remember what the example was in um, in Breaking Bad, but, like, you know, the idea... I think, oh. no, I think he was la- laser tag, where it was, like... Or, like, putt-putt um, golf or something, where it's like, yeah, it's like, who the fuck is to say how many people went through your... Are you are you cooking up some bajuetas there, Jack? I I am making an I don't live here meal, which is a uh, a garlic bread and a steak. Oh, that'll work! <laughs> that'll fuck of the I don't live here. You meal, think this just fucking happens? Because in bad, many bro. ways it does. And the the gar the, the the wafty garlic fumes will keep you from uh, the deleterious effects of sex with women, uh, which will be good because it makes your le- <laughs> it makes your legs very shaky. You know, it's good. That's absolutely true. And look, look, you wouldn't want to be risking it, you know, out here in Connacht. No, it's you know, tough. You know they often they don't say don't put your dick in crazy, and they also they say to hell, or, to hell or to Connacht. <laughs> don't put your dick in Connacht, which was Cromwell's actual point when he when he said that. It got <laughs> censored in the history books, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I should talk about my beer. Uh, it's good. Yeah, Gav, actually, what you said really fucking fucked me up. Which is, I was thinking like, oh, I guess it's less interesting and less good than the other one. And like, actually, no, it's less interesting and more good. Um. <laughs> So I gave the other one a seven. I was going to give this a six point five because, you know, I'm not. Maybe I'm just not a big citra drinker or or or, yeah. or or whatever. I was like, meh. I kind of wish I'd given I'd given the one that we had to the listener last week to ourselves a couple of hours ago, um, less maybe. So I wasn't trying to bench it off this so much. Either way, this is getting a uh, this is getting a seven point five. I think it is actually better. It's a little bit more drinkable. I could see myself having a second one of these, not if I had much else lying around. Um, but yeah, motion sensors by Baron or Asvec Brewing Company. Who knows? Uh, Citra and Pe- C- Citra and Eclipse Pale Ale. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty you would have to say, based good. on your point, that if you didn't have much else lying around, yeah, you probably would drink that. Man, there has to have been a time when you just drank what there was, like oh, beer? man, that's all the time. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need nothing else lying around in the off license. I drink. No, I drink, no, I, I, you can drink I, I, these I, all night. I, you can drink no, these I, all night. I understand. I understand what you mean. But like, you know, where it's like, um, like one end of the country, you just had whatever the best beer maker there could do, and it might be awful, but you knew no better, and I bet you were no happier. You were like, yeah. oh, this kind of sucks, but it's all anyone has, so who cares? And by gosh, you'll be getting up with it, and you, you have a good old time, and you get to un- unveil all those your past country memories, you know, and eventually a donkey eats your best friend's fingers, and look, but it is what it is, you know. It is what it is, you know. That's that's it, at the end of the day. That's all any of us can hope for. Yeah, it's for things to be as they are. Yeah. Which so gives us only one thing to cheers to. Only gives us only one thing to cheers to, which is um... Oh man, that's twenty twenty four. I think this the is the big Oh man, that's twenty twenty four. It's coming yeah. around. What constituency, Manus? I think you are ripe for some parish pump politics in Kildare. Kildare might be I think we need to go to Salons. 
yeah that's where we need to go yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. carrie unfortunately i feel your type of politician has already saturated the market they are, we are full we are full we are full out i will i will be taking a little trip down to south kerry to be picking to pick up the local gombean um pack which is you know the, 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 which will which will allow me it'll be like I'll be rolling in on the back of a hayride with a little, yeah. <laughs> a little fiddling little person who's there going, well, for man, it's there, boy, now we're going to Hong Kong, how's going to be? And it's going to be Southern Baptist nonsense and by yeah. gosh, we're going to do it. Ah, oh, those Healy Rays have spent too much time up in the big schmuck. They're not looking out for us <laughs> down here. <laughs> what we need to do for the most part, as well I could say, is take the corruption out of politics in Dublin and put it right back here in Southern. <laughs> <laughs> options good enough for them up there. We can have it down here for ourselves. By golly, the country to hate us, but you all have jobs, boys. You all have jobs. Those of, you, those of you with mistresses, you'll have roads going up to their houses that are so smooth, you'll nearly stay with your wives. You know? <laughs> but you won't. Say but you won't. Or have to. I'm not taking that right away from any country man. To have a well-paved road on the way up to his mistress's house. A one-off house that, by golly, we will give planning permission for. <laughs> As God intended. Yeah, that's the end Got of this episode. Got my vote. Yes, the problem is that they're like, uh, even at our highest subscription level, um, we would only, um, we would, I could have got, if every person who, ever, who listened to the final countdown at, at our most popular voted for me, I would have got elected. But there'd be like, 10 of them in each constituency though. Yeah. <laughs> You're much better off having like 10,000 people who like you in one place than a spread out sort of global crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, hey. 2024, Dylan. 2024, that's when it's all going to change. 2024. I'll, be I'll see you very soon. We'll see it. I don't think we'll see each other till the big wed. No, until yeah, the, until the inevitable day zero. If we yeah. do it day zero, Gav, can you come? No. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what you thought he was going to say. I thought he was going to say exactly that, and that's why I teed it up so clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done, Jack. Thank you. All right, you no. little fresh tickles. I'll see you after. Much love. See you, fellas. Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.